Ladies and gentlemen, we'll begin our final descent. As we prepare for landing, please make sure your seatbelt is fastened and your seat back and tray tables are stowed. Also this time, please put away all carry-on items, including laptop and devices of similar size for landing. landing. Ladies and gentlemen, prepare to enter Culturama with Diva. Hello listeners and welcome to Culturama with Diva, where simplicity is the best thing. I'm Sydney Thorpe, sitting in for Diva, and in today's program, we will have excerpts from a recently held forum at the Jamaica Society for the Blind, and health is the main topic of discussion. And we'll go straight to that forum after these good words. If you need instrumentals, recording, mixing, or mastering, maybe a music video, photo shoot, or graphic designing, Need bouncy castles, face painting, popcorn, cotton candy, or characters for the kids? Want to do online or offline promotion? Maybe both. Let's print your t-shirts and everything else. Here at Inner Sanctum Entertainment Limited, we got you covered. Reach us on FB and Instagram at Inner Sanctum Entertainment LTD, YouTube at Inner Sanctum Entertainment, and Twitter at iSanctum Studios. Or call us at 1-866-338-4123. That's 1-866-338-4123. Thank you very much, and we take you over to the Jamaica Society for the Blind, where Shamali Cardoza piloted the proceedings. Welcome to the Jamaica Society for the Blind's forum. This is where we meet and discuss issues affecting persons with disabilities. Today, we will be looking at persons with disabilities and their experiences in the healthcare system. We have two representatives from the Minister of Health, and they will be doing a presentation on persons with disabilities and the healthcare system. Please join me in welcoming Dr. Ennis and Dr. Wright to our forum, and they will be sharing with us. Good afternoon, everyone, and thank you so very much for joining. The Ministry of Health and Wellness, as we all know, has responsibility for the giving servicing of all of the population giving access to quality health care we take this mandate seriously and we endeavor to not discriminate against anyone in the system and offer equity in care to all I want to <clears throat> commend the persons that have spoken because it's essential for us as healthcare providers to listen to the feedback. We believe sometimes that we're offering the best and it really isn't up to the mark. I was pretty pleased with what happened two days ago at the Kingston Public Hospital. I want to say that persons employed to the janitorial services, to the security services, sometimes are outsourced. But that really is no excuse for 
poor behavior or not living up to the standard of the Ministry Galaxy of Health and Wellness. I'm pleased that it really wasn't one of us, but in all honesty, it is one of us because they are representing the Ministry of Health and Wellness. I know that from time to time, the Ministry embarked on customer service training. It is a part of what we do. We have to recognize, however, that there is a, a high turnover of staff and maybe it's not done as often as we should, but it is a part of our agenda item to have customer service training for all of our staff members. One of the points that was made was the protracted wait time. And if you listen to the news a couple of months ago, you know that part of the Honorable Minister's focus was on reducing wait time across sectors, not just for persons with disabilities that have to wait long. It's basically everybody. So a concerted effort is being made to address wait time across the health facilities. So steps are being taken to alleviate some of the soft challenges that persons have when they access our facilities. I will stop and continue to listen to the dialogue and make notes as to how improvements can be made. Over to you, Dr. Wright. Okay, thank you very much. The Ministry of Health and Wellness has part of its um, strategic plan, mission and vision to provide quality health care for all Jamaicans and um, the community of persons living with disabilities indeed, is indeed a subpopulation that desires and requires attention to be paid to how they access um, health care. I've been involved in discussion between other subpopulations, for example, the adolescent group, the elderly group, and I am very privileged, I believe, to be part of this discussion today. I have been fortunate also to have been to have Dr. Ennis here with with um, me a gap analysis that was done recently regarding um, the um, comments from a review team that looked at the gap analysis for persons with disability accessing healthcare and health facilities. And some of the concerns which were brought out in that report are being echoed in the presentations from users of the health facilities in this morning's discussion. The, the document is very comprehensive. It is apart from 
saying what they have found they are making recommendations as to what is necessary to fill these gaps and i think that this document will be a very useful tool in planning the way forward however because i wanted to compare jamaica with other first world countries i did a little study as to what prevailed elsewhere and i must share with you that this is not unique to jamaica persons with disabilities have issues related to how they receive the health care they need there are physical barriers financial barriers and most of all their attitudinal barriers and um i was privy to the to the physical and financial barriers discussions of those if they were put forward this morning but i am aware of the attitudinal barriers that were expressed and as i listened i recall that this was a similar situation when we were um asked to look at the adolescent health um program because adolescents felt the same way they had difficulty accessing health care and um they i know there was the issue related to the elderly they also had issues related to accessing health care and these were the similar barriers that were being experienced in response to the situation analysis that was conducted for these subgroups the healthcare system responded in in two projects that were to address these concerns and i can recall participating in both of them so i i will i i believe that a similar treatment will be given to the concerns being raised um as it relates to your subpopulation they 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 went on a program or a project initially that became incorporated in the general program of making our health facilities more adolescent friendly more elderly friendly and i do believe that this is of this forum will add focus on the document that was already been developed because as you are aware persons living with disabilities are many and varied and i i believe that we are speaking to a a subpopulation of a subpopulation with special emphasis on the on the persons with vision impairment so i believe this is a beginning the document for um health facilities in their treatment of persons living with disabilities is long overdue and i believe that um with dr enis and i representing the ministry of health today we will promise to take this matter forward and work with the organization we we have other other relationships with the jamaican society for the blind and this is just one of them that we will um prioritize going forward
I'm available to clarify any any questions as best as I can regarding the concerns that you are raising. And as I've said before, escalate these concerns to the appropriate levels of the Ministry of Health and Wellness in order to get the correct response. Thank you. Okay, Dr. Ennis and Dr. Wright, thank you very much for your presentation, for shedding some light on the healthcare system in Jamaica and the way forward. You're listening to Culturama with Diva. I'm Sydney Thorpe sitting in, and you've been hearing excerpts from a recently held forum at the Jamaica Society for the Blind discussing health issues among disabled persons. We take you back after a word from one of our sponsors. Hello, my name is Saddam Ahmed and I'm the Chief Executive Officer of Accessible Technology Solutions Enterprises. At Accessible Technology Solutions, we offer highly customized training for all your adaptive technology needs, whether it be JAWS for Windows for someone who's recently gone blind, whether it's learning your Mac or harnessing the amazing potential of your iPhone using adaptive technology like VoiceOver. For more information, please visit us on the website www.accessibletechnologysolutions.com I'm Saddam underscore Ahmed 11 on Twitter at Accessible Technology Solutions Enterprise on Facebook or email us sadam at sadamahmed.com Accessible Technology Solutions Your problems, our solutions. I'll try to do it in 10 seconds. Uh, just quick question. I understand that um, the people who take care of security and serving the people at the gate of the hospital are outsourced. Um, and I understand that, um, you know, they come from various uh, points of employment. So my question is, will the health ministry work with hospitals and other facilities to uh, provide and ensure that proper sensitivity training is given to those individuals. Yes, sir. And the training is done prior to enrollment or even getting the, the once contracts are issued, then there is a training program that happens. Uh, Could it like, be that they just forget the sensitivity I, training? I, 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 I would hope not that they don't forget, but there is always a challenge of, <clears throat> of, of monitoring and accountability. You know, if, if we're not watched and if it's not being measured, then we tend to slip. And that's just something that's pervasive in the society in general, that persons don't usually hold themselves to account. So we need to sharpen up, I believe, on our monitoring and evaluating of, of persons. And just, this is very important because um, Gary, he is a resident of the United States. And so Dr. Ennis, I think 
it is ideal that we ask him just to share a few seconds of his experience in say a first world country accessing healthcare basically 10 seconds um so basically for me whether a person uh you know has a visual disability a hearing disability a handicap when you enter into a hospital or a trauma center in the united states there's no question as who did you bring with you the only time i've seen that uh is in uh, rural louisiana um i've seen that but even in that they don't refuse to serve you and so i think beyond like when somebody comes in you know and and they have a medical issue it's it's pertinent to look beyond the issue of who they bring with them or they're blind you know whatever 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 the important thing is to get them to where they need to be so they can receive the care that they need so uh that's a great emphasis here in the states thank you girl for that i thank you for sharing the impression though from even the persons who spoke that care was prohibited if someone was not taken with them now we have to also understand our culture and how we operate in culture specific situations so for us i believe in jamaica it's always to protect and take care so we do encourage and have always done for persons who are most vulnerable that they get help so it's just a culture of caring and sharing so there is never ever a time in the health facilities where persons are refused care if someone is not with them i understand though that persons who are who have a disability are able bodied in their own way and of Galaxy course this might need a culture shift that they are self sufficient and can manage what we have to remember when we are making our comments that we live in a particular culture thank you for that i just wanted to clarify in terms of the um sensitivity training that is given um are we saying that it's they, they they are given sensitivity training with regards to persons with disabilities and if that is so um can you give some indication of um who provides that training this is dr right i have i have worked at a health center for over 15 years and i must admit that the training that is given is general the training that we gave was very general however there were some initiatives made to address the physical barriers that were at the facility the training for for the healthcare worker based on the the best practices that i have observed elsewhere should indeed include training on not only respectful communication which is currently being done in the sensitization given already but training about the disability culture how to address persons who um who have a disability how to accommodate their their disability within the system within within reasonable means and what to say and what not to say 
um, what they might find offensive. I do not believe that in my experience, and let me just qualify it, in my experience, it is enough. Another problem we have is that there is a, a rapid turnover, not of the company, not of the company. You might find that you give a three-year contract or a five-year contract to a security firm to provide um, security. And those are the persons who would be at the gates and, and at the door of the health facility. But the, that person who is trained initially, after three months, that person might get a job at another security firm and somebody else comes and, and the ongoing training might not um be given to that person so the, the day you the day you turn up you might turn up today and get somebody who was trained at least in the basic training package of how to respectfully treat your 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 patients and your customers and the next day you might turn up and find somebody who was never exposed so i think there is a lot more to be done and um Based on the, the, the situation analysis, gap analysis, if you might call it, there would now be greater focus on how we can tailor-make, well, not necessarily tailor-make it, but how we could increase the, the training to focus not only on the general public, but have specific um, parts of that program on how to treat with persons living with disabilities. Okay, thanks, Dr. Wright, it is. Right. Roland? Yes, I was very concerned about the responses of the two persons, the two individuals who related their stories. It was quite interesting to note that the responses came from not just a janitor or a security personnel, but the nurse in the case of the first presenter who exploded and of course for me that was strange because nurses are supposed to be trained people and they are not the ones that are leaving the system but yet in this case she exploded on the lady and asked her about her pregnancy etc i've found over the years that unfortunately even within the ranks of the nursing fraternity we have this kind of problem because i have had to go to kph for over 15 years and anytime I have to go to KPH for me it's an ordeal it's something I never look forward to and I guess most people would never look forward to going to a hospital but if I had not found persons within the system who understood and were able to accommodate I can tell you that <clears throat> basically the treatment the kind of accommodation that one would expect is not necessarily forthcoming and I was very interested in what doctor, the second doctor spoke about attitude and okay. Yes, because in fact, there's a serious gap and a serious problem in terms of attitude, you know. It's not just in the area of um, health, but in all areas, but certainly there's a problem with health as well. And you can see the lady cry. She, was, she became emotional because she couldn't understand why the system was treating her in this way. So it's, it, there's a serious anomaly, there's a serious problem there that has to be addressed. Thank you. Go ahead, Mr. Yeah. Taylor. Thank you very much. It's interesting to sit here and listen. 
and hear the complaint and challenges that um, our own uh, brothers and sisters continue to experience. Some good and some bad. And of course, listening to the doctors um, seek to, I don't want to say justify, but bring to the fore the highlight of the attitude and um, our culture. Um, for me, two things. It's we as an organization, the Society for the Blind, the Combined Disabilities Association, it means that there's a lot more work that we have to do in terms of bringing about this awareness and sensitization of persons who are in healthcare. It's ongoing because as, as Doc quite rightly said that you'll train one set of persons and then they move out because we are in a rotating situation in our own culture. Um, the, the, the other thing, it just appalls me in the fact that many of us are able to access education um, much better than our parents. Um, when I say our parents, because I'm, I'm quite mature, our parents did not get that kind of opportunity. My son was born to me, um, and he's now 27 years old. And I remember I had to go to one of the outposts, um, antenatal clinic, and I had to put a nurse in her place, whoever she was, um, with the way she addressed my wife, who is visually impaired, and I myself being visually impaired. And these things continue. But the challenge is that we don't take this experience to share it among ourselves and see how can we better the system you know rather than we probably go and gloat or you know grumble about the whole thing or probably call hotline or whatever yeah. but the whole thing is to get the training constantly up and um, with the ministry of health team so that um, we can improve and better the situation Mr. Harris, I'll just say to you, and then we we'll wrap up this discussion. Right. So, um, I, I, I thought that Dr. Wright would have also mentioned that um, as part of uh, a project that was done a few years ago, we trained, I think it was somewhere in the region of uh, about 400 um, community health aides and public Not health nurses. And uh, the part, the training included. Um, actually sensitizing them to um, persons who are blind and visually impaired. So um, uh, it was a part of a project done with the Caribbean Council for the Blind and the European Union and us. So um, that was done. And one of the reasons why I was asking about the training of the security persons and how they are trained is to see, um, you know, if there's some way that we could partner um, to ensure that you know the proper training um, or sensitization, I should say, um, was given. So that's that was the EMMI question. I do acknowledge that that was done, but the replication of that training might be difficult without funding. And so the means of ensuring that we have tangible tools going forward is something that I would strongly work with you to ensure. Thanks, Dr. Wright, and th thanks, Dr. Ennis, for 
taking time out of your schedule to be with us and to listen to us and i'm sure that all of us will benefit from this discussion so we've come to the end of the program for today where we were listening to excerpts from a recently held forum at the jamaica society for the blind discussing health issues for disabled persons so until next time this is sydney thorpe wishing you one love one heart and let's get together and love god blessings we are in a sanctum entertainment limited proud sponsor of culturama with diva we encourage you to listen and join us in a journey of cultures, ideas, and innovations as Diva takes us around the world with her guests. An amazing show with an amazing host. We thank you for accepting the challenge of opening your mind. We are Inner Sanctum Entertainment Limited and we are a proud sponsor of Culturama with Diva. Hello, my name is Saddam Ahmed and I'm the Chief Executive Officer of Accessible Technology Solutions Enterprises. At Accessible Technology Solutions, we offer highly customized training for all your adaptive technology needs, whether it be JAWS for Windows for someone who's recently gone blind, whether it's learning your Mac or harnessing the amazing potential of your iPhone using adaptive technology like VoiceOver. For more information, please visit us on the website www.accessibletechnologysolutions.com I'm Saddam underscore Ahmed11 on Twitter at Accessible Technology Solutions Enterprise on Facebook or email us sadam at sadamahmed.com Accessible Technology Solutions Your problems, our solutions <laughs>